Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. On the way to work this morning, I was chatting with my good friend, Sonia Brown. We have been best girlfriends for about 30 plus years now. We met um, in college, uh, freshman year at University of Houston. Uh, She is an educator, but was taking a speech class and I'm in the school of communication. And so I was taking that speech class and let her tell it. We were standing outside of the class and I just looked at her and said, girl, we're going to be friends. Come on over here and stand by me. And we stood next to each other and I made her laugh and she giggled and that was it. The rest is history. Um, As Sonia went on in her career to flourish as an educator and supervisor uh, in Texas, um, I started working in broadcast and, and then took a break to get married and, and start a family. Uh, but Sonia and, and so many of my other friends, uh, they don't have um, children. They chose um, their careers. And um, for whatever reason, they say, you know what, this is what I want to do. My friend Erica has a husband, but she said, you know what, I know that I don't want kids. And some of them are uh, only children. Or have one or two siblings, and and some of those have have passed away. So when I saw the story in Fortune magazine that said a disproportionate number of black women are kinless as they age, and they deserve a social safety net, I said, okay, all, all right. Okay, I I need to explore this story because I never thought about it, but I'm always checking on my friend Sonia. I'm always checking on my friend Angela. So many of my friends who are um, educated, degreed, professional, hardworking African-American women who don't have a lot of family around them. I didn't realize that. And so I said, well, wait a minute, who, who's in this story? Who is the, uh, who, who's the expert? Because I got to figure out how this whole uh, fictive kin network is and, 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 and how it's impacting black women. And, and so I saw, oh, Dr. Chris Marsh. Okay. Well, wait a minute. Who is, who is uh, 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 Dr. Chris Marsh and, and what is she uh, doing? What is she all, all about? She is the associate professor and director of graduate studies at the University of Maryland, and she is joining me now. Dr. Marsh, thank you so much for being on the show. It is such a pleasure to be with you this afternoon. 
Oh, my goodness. Okay. So this story blew my mind. I'm living it, but I'm not thinking about it. And I'm telling my friends, you know, Fanchon and, and Angela and, and Ursula and Erica, I said, girl, you know, we got to pray for each other because we may be the only people praying uh, for each other because we're all we got. And we say that all the time. We're all we got. But really, it's true. We really are all that we have. Right. And we need to have a conversation about this. Okay, so this story blew everybody's mind. It's in Fortune magazine. A disproportionate number of black women are kinless as they age. What has your research shown you? So I just wrote a book about people that are single and living alone in the black middle class. The title of the book is called The Love Jones Cohort. And one of the reasons why I decided that I had to write the book is because I was so tired of people asking, why aren't successful black women getting married? I wanted to know what single people were doing and how they were living their lives. And part of the conversation that comes up when I interviewed 63 people for the book is that they're single and living alone, but although they don't have a partner, they don't have children, they do have friends, and friends play a central role in the lifestyle of those that are single. So what it's forcing the conversation to do, it's forcing the conversation to broaden the idea of what we mean, what we, what we mean when we say family. Mm. If we think of family from a very traditional kind of way, if we use like maybe the Census Bureau's definition, by way of definition by the Census Bureau, a family is someone that you're related to by blood, marriage or adoption. And so after writing this book, I'm making a strong argument that we need to redefine or extend what we mean by the term family. We have a lot of people that are in friendships or non-romantic relationships that are as tight as family or even thicker than a family bond. But unfortunately, we get stuck in this idea of family being like this mother, father, 2.5 children, and a black picket fence. And the data is just not there to prove that that's what's happening now. It's not just this heteronormative family. You have these people that are that have been friends. I appreciate the beginning of your, your, uh, your, the story, and you talked about your friend for 30 years. Now, we need to think of a way in which we can institutionalize that relationship with your friend so that there is we can't acknowledge that friendship that's been in place for 30 years so one i want us to read think about family think about if family is openly discriminated against people who don't have somebody in their house with them Mm -hmm. and if we were to expand the definition of family what would it look like and so that so those are some of the conversations that we have to have because the data is clear you have a lot of people that are, are choosing singlehood or returning to singlehood and when you start talking about black folks, black women are dominate in that category. So because we want to be sensitive to where black women are, I think it's really important to have a conversation about should we continue to define family a certain way? And what would be the benefits if we broaden the definition of family? Okay. And this is the thing that concerns me is when we start talking about black women being kinless and, and redefining the definition of family, it's so important that we do that right now. Because I'm thinking about my friend, Tony Randolph. And she actually bought my house for me in St. Paul. She had cancer and she died. And we are all Mm -hmm. her friends, but we feel like sisters, but we got to sit on the back row. You know what I mean? If, you know, and and when something, if something happens to my friend Sonia, 
And and I got to take care of her because, you know, in our community, we don't put our people in the nursing home. Right. But but I don't I don't have I don't have any rights. So if I go in, I got to wait till some cousin from out of town come that she ain't talked to in 20 years to make a decision about what she wants to do when I know what she wants to do. So redefining family is so important and putting the wills and the trust and, you know, that kind of information in place so that. The doctors know and the, 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 the neighbors know and, and the job knows. Listen, I know we ain't no blood relative, but I'm next to kin. Right. Right. Absolutely. And so now I want to complicate the story just a little bit. And I want to slow walk this. So we, we understand that we need to redefine family and we need to think about how family looks a little different. But if we take more of a 30,000-foot view as well, one of the, I am a sociologist, and one of the arguments that I make in my book is that I'm arguing that structural forces, so, for example, racism, so structural forces are constraining my personal choices. If I were to say that a little bit differently, I would say, like, racism is ext- constraining my personal choices. So if I, because I, Chris Marsh, have a PhD, and uh, let's just say I'm making six figures, let's just say I own my own home, let's say I have a a will and a living trust in place, if I want to find another black man that fits all that pedigree, whether or not, not a judgment call, just say if I want somebody who meets the same pedigree as me, and they're not there for me to marry, structural, and that's because of racism, we can talk about Mm -hmm. like um, the high prison rates, you know, all that kind of stuff. So if structural forces constrain my personal choices and then you don't allow me to define a family that works for me, you're discriminating against me in plain sight. And that, I would argue, is insidious. And we need to talk more about singlehood from the structural force, from the structural perspective, and then what we can do on the policy side to make sure that these singles are not continuing to be disadvantaged. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase. Purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Okay, now I need you to tell me because people are already texting me, where's this book and how can I find it? Because in your book, The Love Jones Cohort, 
Um, you note that single middle class black Americans have tapped into the long cultural tradition of creating kinship. And what we have in Minnesota yeah. is a lot of mixed race families. And so what I'm getting is text message that says, what do you mean creating kin? What do you mean this extended family? It's new and different to some people, and they're hearing about it for the first time. So you got to tell us, number one, how you can find this Love Jones cohort book, because I want to make sure the people who are listening <laughs> have access to it. Absolutely. So you can go to, it's on um, Amazon. It's on most independent bookstores. I also have a paperback and I have an audio book as well. It's funny because a lot of my students are like, Dr. Marsh, we're so mad that you're not reading the audio, narrating the audio book. So it's not my voice. It is somebody else's voice, but it is a black woman that's narrating the book. Um, so you can go to Amazon. You can go to in, any independent bookstore. You can actually go to my website, uh, which is drchrismarsh.com. You can find me on social media. Um, the My handles are drchrismarsh, Marsh, and links to my book are there. The book is a, it's a really great read, and I think it'll yeah. open up people's eyes to a lot of things that that are in plain sight. I just put names to it. I put text to it, and now I give you the vocabulary for it. And I would argue that your listeners probably understand this extended family that I'm talking about or this fictive kinship or these augmented families that I'm talking about because they're in them every day and just don't even realize it. But now I've given the people the vocabulary for it. And the reason why I say augmented families is because there was a sociologist years ago. His name was Andrew Billingsley, and he was talking about augmented families where it's not a mother, father, or two mothers, two fathers, but it, it is these extended friends that you've had for many years that are our family and we've been doing it for years but why is it not being institutionalized and it needs to be institutionalized and the reason why it really needs to be institutionalized is because you again you're discriminating against singles in plain sight i give three examples one is is a benign example and one everybody's going to shake their head to as they're listening so if i chris i chris marsh have a cell phone I want to go to Verizon and get the family discount on my one cell phone. I don't want to have to pay more for my one cell phone. I want the family discount. And that's a benign example. A more egregious example is um, vacationing. Mm. I want to go on vacation. Single occupancy is more expensive than double occupancy. It is. And the one that everybody is going to shake their head to as I start to talk about it is the tax structure. Girl, preach single, on it. Girl, listen, listen. <laughs> there is a singlehood penalty built into the tax structure. Mm. So, and there's a really great book by Dorothy Brown. She's out of the law tradition. She, and it's called The Whiteness of Wealth. And one of the things she argues is that we should all file taxes as single people. And if we don't all file taxes as single people, I want to file the taxes as the Marsh family of one and want to get my tax benefit <laughs> as the Marsh family. So there's two arguments yes. that make it in a book. One, family should be one person. And family should be these augmented families that aren't necessarily husbands and wives or husbands and husbands. We should be able to legally recognize these institutions and entities and be able to get some of the benefits. Because what we do know from some of the social science literature is that especially black women, and I talk about it in the book, 
our income and our time becomes the extended family income mm-hmm. and time. Mm-hmm. So if I'm paying for my niece or my nephew's tuition, I want some kind of tax write-off on that some kind of yeah. way. And so we really need to think about the way in which we structure taxes and how singles are completely, totally disadvantaged. Well, I am so glad that you have joined us today. You have given us a lot to chew on. We need knife and fork and meat tenderizer for this, Dr. Marsh. Dr. Chris Marsh, Associate Professor and Director of Graduate Studies at the University of Maryland. If y'all don't do nothing else, go and pick up her book, The Love Jones Corhart. Dr. Marsh, thank you so much for being here. It's such a pleasure to be with you. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.